Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. While you're in sunny Florida, be sure to visit... Orlando! Enter into a world of epic adventure. Hello and welcome to Warlando. We are a gaming podcast based out of Orlando, Florida. Yes. I am Adam, and we have with us... Mark. And also... Nicholas. And we have a very special guest with us this evening. Age of Sigmar tournament organizer extraordinaire, Mr. John Vega. Yeah! Hey, oh, what's yeah. What's going on, sir? Welcome oh, to Orlando. Lots of things going on. Yeah, lots of things. We're we're in the home stretch of Crucible prep. Woohoo! That is so great to hear. What what does that mean for you? Uh that means all of the terrain that I was supposed to be painting for the last eight months gets painted. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Sounds uh, like my army. Things, yep. things that were well thought out ideas become things that are on papers and documents <laughs> and change in the last <laughs> second and uh uh prize orders are put in Ooh. all right very nice what kind of prize orders so this year uh for the first time we're going to be doing a raffle similar to what they do for Warhammer 40,000 basically you get a raffle ticket for each game that you play, um, and then you get an extra ticket if you are not the victor of the game. Um, and then throughout the event, I will be pulling out, we'll be doing random raffles, and we have a little over $1,000 worth of stuff to, to give away. Damn. Wow, that's that's incredible. Yeah, yeah everything yeah. from paints and hobby supplies to models and cases and that type of stuff. All right. Wow, yeah, that's fantastic. Did you get sponsors for that, or did you have to track it down yourself? Uh, uh, a, a little of both. Okay. Does that fall under you as the tournament organizer to put that together, or is it just so, like, yo, Craig? A lot of it is me. me. I mean, cool I've had shit. some help. Um, Tim Tim is kind of the grand poobah of GW stuff that happens at Crucible. Awesome. And he's been a lot of help, and uh, I have a collection that's bordering on a horde. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So so I dipped into that a little bit, too, to get some stuff that's a, a little bit special. Hey, nice. Man, donating your own stuff. Wow. That's really cool of you. So there's a lot of different games happening, particularly on Friday. It seems like there's a lot happening. Yeah, for Age of Sigmar, this Friday, we have, uh, on Friday, we have two events. We will be doing um, the meeting engagement tournament, um, and we will be doing the narrative battle this year. I'm excited. Uh, we finally have a system for doing small battles. Yeah, the meeting uh, engagement system. Have you played it? I have. I really, really like it, but it took me like eight games before I understood it, and I still only kind of understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting the way they set it up, that you have a spearhead. Right. right main and then main your, body. And then your main body. And rear guard, right? Yeah. yeah. Tell us how, how how that plays out. What, what, what do you uh, understand from the game so far? For those... <laughs> So I have exclusively played my Gutbusters, um, and they're pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty um, badass, is what you mean, right? And all of my 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 different 
units because there's so few units that I use. They're the same, so it doesn't matter what comes in. <laughs> when it comes in. You're, getting, you're getting some some ogres and a butcher. Um, uh, what I found is I played a lot of games with people who 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 didn't understand how to make armors for meeting engagements. Mm-hmm. They they took units that were too big, so I I just kind of won because they they couldn't deploy most of their units. Oh, gotcha. Because you're on a much smaller table. Like they were too big to fit in the space. So the deployment for meeting engagements is really weird. Um, you only have like three inches of of uh, deployment space, yeah. or six inches of deployment space, uh, and uh, I believe I'm not sure if it's been FAQ'd, but if your unit couldn't fit, those models just didn't didn't come into play. <laughs> wow! Ouch. So don't bring the stone horn. So, well, it, it's a little different if something like, like if, if it's one model and the base overlaps, that's okay. But like if it's a unit of 10 models um, and there's just models that can't fit on, they can't come on. That's cool. Uh, I, I saw the, di- I remember the diagram in the book and they use a KO uh, frigate, I think, in the diagram. Yeah. It's okay if it overlaps on one side, but if it overlaps on two sides, it's not. Yeah, that's okay. not allowed, right? Is that is and, that what I'm saying? Is that is and, that right? What I'm thinking? And the way they were setting I, it up was the the lengthwise of the oval base it was on was running parallel with your side of the table. Mm-hmm. So and that was allowed, yeah. right? Okay, that that sounds right, but that's 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 something more for for the rules guys. Uh, yeah. I am not a rules guy. Gotcha. How does that work out as a as a TO? Um, so I know my way around the books pretty well, mm-hmm. and I can point out stuff. I also have a general policy where I really don't make rulings. Um, when someone calls for something, uh, unless they're trying to bully someone into into like doing something that's obviously against the rules, uh, I just kind of point out where the rule is and what it says. Um, I tend to help out more with like line of sight issues, that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to rules interpretations, if they can't figure it out, they dice off. I don't. I don't do rulings. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I, I like that yeah. like open yeah. attitude towards it. Then you're not. Then no hurt feelings. Let let the players come to a decision. That's a, that's essentially what it yeah. is. I also have uh, since it's a time game, this this was the policy so that I developed during during my time running War Machine tournaments. Like the time was a lot tighter, uh, so whenever people would call me for rules rules questions, the first time I would I would go pretty pretty quickly, and then as you ask more, I walk slower and slower to waste more of your time. <laughs> Good strategy. Uh, yes, so that sir. you would just get. Get you know you would be more selective about what you're calling a judge over the right yeah. to, to, to where finally it was like no we we, we got this never mind yeah, never mind yeah we're, we're, yeah John. just uh, hey you know what you can have it. <laughs> yeah. I know you helped me out last year because I kept losing my dice. Like I would move on <laughs> to the next table and I would forget my dice behind me. So I had to I had to keep asking you to like hey have you seen a, a, a box of dice around anywhere and you kept like here you go here's he was, your he dice like your dice angel he, was just, <laughs> he really was. <laughs> That's awesome. Because <laughs> I've lost so many. Yeah, man. Uh, 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 
I'm I'm good at keeping track of people's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a good trait. <laughs> it really is. It's it's kind of you make a great babysitter too. Like, here's here's your binky. Then you drop it again. That's probably what that, like being a to is. It's kind of a, a babysitter. That's that's yeah. kind of that's kind of what what had me uh, going into to uh, running stores so well. It's it's babysitting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I know it, when I don't get my way, I get cranky, you know. <laughs> and then I just need a good spanking, or yep. put put in timeout, or right. you, you just get, get your bottle. Or yeah, if you're hungry. Just, get, or, just give me my bottle, or some cookies and milk, and you uh, lay down on the mat for a nap. Yeah, it's, that's that's usually that's usually yeah. my route. My route is usually sugary snacks. There we go. <laughs> I like that milk and cookies. Good strategy. <laughs> just put me to bed <laughs> after the spanking, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's I, a, that's I, a, I, I don't know where this is going, but it's going somewhere. What, so. Did we change? Are we talking about Heat Nights of Slanesh now? It's uh, it's Orlando after dark. Oh, open hand, or like, do you use an implement? Oh, <laughs> get the the riding crop. Ooh. So this actually sounds a lot like Warcry, the meeting engagements. From just reading the Warcry rules initially, uh, you break your war band up into three different. Uh, like divisions, right? Mm-hmm. And then yep. they, whatever your scenario is, it kind of tells you where those certain uh, parts of your warband deploy, right? And it's a lot about the three inches or six inches from right. here and stuff like that. But but what from I understand from the engagement rules, it's not just the spatial uh, requirements of where you engage, but it's also when does that particular body come onto the board. Hmm. Right uh, during what turn? Spatial like area or the spatial like it's special, but you're from South Carolina. Spatial, <laughs> spatial. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> no. So, so the spearhead gets set up first, right? I don't right. know more than <laughs> what well, I John, just told John you. Knows. Yeah, John, John, I'm just yeah, John. barely reading yeah. the war cry. I'm, I'm so walking really slow towards towards this this, <laughs> and that and that's fine because because we're we're trying to figure it out ourselves too. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we, 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 I we, believe for meeting engagements, um, most of the time the spearhead comes in first, but it'll tell you based on the scenario that you're playing when when each piece comes in okay all right so so fair enough so follow the scenario rules yeah just basically follow that's, the a, rules. that's a good yeah. guideline right there so whatever the scenario says follow the rules <laughs> yeah just just follow the rules just, mark yeah okay all right yeah. so when are you doing the meeting engagement that's going to be on the friday that tournament it is uh it is friday i think i think i'm kind of prepared let me see let me see if i have uh, information here I have the 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 ticket thing in front of me, but I've I've yeah. already been told some of these times are wrong. Not your Age of Sigmar times, but some of the D and D times might not the, be exactly accurate. The Age of Sigmar meeting engagement is uh, nominally starting at um, six on Friday, six p.m. Cool. Six, yeah, right. it's gonna be four hours. Um, that's what I allotted for it. Okay. Uh, yeah. It depends. Uh, uh, depends. It depends on how beat faced the lists are. Uh, meeting engagements can be pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, if I showed nice. up, it'd be pretty quick. Yeah, I, I am playing mostly forty-five minute games with my ogres. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds really good. good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's more because of their ogres, but. Uh, <laughs> what if it turns out that all anybody brings is Gotrick? 
<laughs> just like tw- 20 <laughs> tables of just Gotrick. That, that actually would be kind of fun to see. <laughs> Gotrick versus Gotrick. Gotrick on Gotrick yeah. in action. <laughs> <laughs> So, I do it like Godric and Ash. <laughs> I'm super excited to see something that is just kind of fun and good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I hope okay. that I hope we get I hope we get more more stuff like that. I hope we get like a bananas orc character that wants to go around punching things too. Yeah, Love I know it. what you mean. I've been working on an Iron Jaws army for a while now, and I like since I saw the list of events at. Uh, crucible i i'm looking at these uh, mega bosses i have that i haven't touched yet i'm like oh man i need to get on that before crucible and paint this mega boss because you don't know i mean that book's gonna come out a week before crucible is it really coming out a week before crucible the iron jaws or the, it is uh, the they mixed both, they destruction both one. release uh uh the saturday before and yep. conveniently <laughs> that's the that's, that's the, the cutoff Wow. That's the cutoff. That's the so, cutoff for Crucible. You, so the Saturday you, that the you could do this. John said it. You got yeah, it. You got you got to now. Just crack that book. So, John wants you to do it. I I I do. Like one, one of the one of the things uh, uh, that that um, uh, I debated on whether or not I wanted to set set something earlier, but um, uh, I want I want you I want people to use the new toys. Yeah. New rules when they can. I don't want them to have to wait a whole year. Yeah, that's and, a great. That's a great point. Yeah, that that's yeah, so true. Get yeah. the get the new excitement going in this crucible. You know, this is this is our game, Orlando. Yeah. Like just just Orlando. This is this is the event. Yeah, this is the big one. Yeah, we're super. We're super. I mean, we're we're there's there's not a lot of events of this caliber in the country, and we're super fortunate to have have one local. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I love it. A little bit less knob tweaking. Yeah. In the next two weeks, <laughs> a little I'll less. Finish that Iron more Jaws army. Yeah. yeah. I should. I'll just, just. I'll. I'll neglect my knob for a few weeks. <laughs> uh, and get that mega boss just, you know, just right. <laughs> so that's six p.m. on Friday. So if you're if you're leaving work. On Friday, get there by six PM so you can do the meeting engagement. Meeting engagement now. Now, what about the narrative? Now, is that the is that the path to glory one that I saw? I was reading that a, a while back, no. so things may have changed. Uh, path to glory was from last year. Oh, uh, okay, I think, gotcha. I think it's just we, we have like information for Crucible on three sites on three uh, different oh. locations, and I think uh, I think everything's been updated so that it's all cohesive now. Cool. You are listening to Warlando. To keep up to date with everything that we are doing, you can head over to Twitter or Instagram and check out our social media accounts. I, Adam, am Warlando77 on Twitter and just Warlando on Instagram. Nicholas is Warlando Nick on Twitter and Instagram. And Mark is Warlando Mark on Twitter and Instagram. Please get in touch with us. We want to know more about you. Now back to the show. This year's narrative is going to be um, a game mastered uh, uh, attacker defender scenario in two parts. Okay. Um, the first part is going to be uh, a doubles event. 
Doubles. Uh, and then, Doubles. based off of the results of that, we're going to converge into a mega battle. Nice. And that's Friday at noon? That is. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't <laughs> actually planning to be there Friday, personally. What? But, you weren't going to be all are. three days? I, I, I wasn't planning to, <laughs> but... It's happening. Now that we're talking about uh, doubles, I think we might need to reprise our, our doubles. So I'm, I'm looking at the website. It says, AOS Narrative Havoc at the Eternal Edifice. What's the Eternal Edifice? So the Eternal Edifice uh, is a landmark um, for a city in the realm of death. So that's cool. different than orifice. <laughs> <laughs> Significantly. Oh, great. Thanks, Tio. I'm, I'm going to have... He, <laughs> although... He, 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 he's writing this down. No to self. I think an orifice yeah. can be an edifice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the 12 o'clock on Friday is the narrative event. And it's... So what you said it's a doubles event. So what it are is. the restrictions for that? So there's a few. Uh, there is, if you look on the site, depending on whether you're going to be playing as an attacker or a defender, um, there is uh, kind of a comp, uh, which is hard to pull up right now. Um, and then there's also a 50 wound cap. Oh, so you can only oh, bring 50 okay. wounds for the entire... Correct. The entire your entire army has to be fifty wounds or less. Right, and and that's with the other person playing, or is that just for the? No, one that's per person? player. Per player, right? Per, per player. Per so, player. So, and then so, double, so be a hundred wounds per. Gotrick is eight. So <laughs> yeah, I got, I got forty-two points to play with. Can, awesome. Okay, that's, so that's really cool. As far as the restrictions, wow. If I bring Gotrick, can I team up with someone else that brought Gotrick? So. Ooh. I don't want to give up too much, uh, <laughs> but I would suggest to bring a few alternate models with you. Mm. Um, okay. There's going to be some situations that are going to require some ad hoc army building uh, and teaming up. Ooh, oh, I like that. So I should bring like a, a big part of my, like if, if I'm saying I'm going to do an order faction, that I should bring a range of things because I'm going to find out there what I'm actually going to need. So, I mean, this won't be giving way too much. So, essentially, there are six players per team, um, and you will be able to see what the battle plans are set for each table, um, and you will be deciding what what you want to send what each each team will be deciding which players they want to send to handle each battle plan oh okay so it's not so much you're going to team up with your buddy it's there's going to be two coalitions and prior to the battle each coalition will decide who has the best chance of winning each battle plan so that's kind of like as a team you're going to decide where where you deploy who you think is going to match up the best that's it. That sounds like a lot of fun. It really does. Yeah, but that's just early. based on battle plan because you don't even know no. who your opponent's yeah. going to send to that spot. You have no it, idea. Does yeah. everybody decide together or 
Is it like uh, so? The way it's going to work decides, is yeah. each team's going to have a little planning period okay. beforehand, um, and then they will decide who they're going to send where uh, without any given knowledge. Now, you know, if, if someone's a little duplicitous or can, you know, set up a camera someplace and, and spy, <laughs> uh, that's that's up to you. Now, now. One of my uh, command traits for my generals and KO is that I get to de- redeploy a ship after everybody is deployed. So can I, s- if I have my whole army in that one ship, can I move it to another table? No. Once you're assigned to a table, that's your table. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to have any restrictions as far as like order, chaos, death, destruction? Are yeah. We- so, so the uh, attackers are destruction and chaos and the defenders are order and death awesome yeah that sounds like a lot of fun order and death yeah it's good i mean so far um i think uh my narrative games have been been uh uh the one of the most talked about things that we've had it seems like the players that have played them have really enjoyed them that's great yeah it sounds so much fun yeah I remember playing one of the narrative events at uh, Crucible a couple years ago. It was a lot of fun. It was like fighting uh, somebody at the same table, and then depending on who won, then you would move to another table. You could only like <laughs> cool. like one, like once you died twice, you were out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was yeah, that was the first year. Okay, and that was that that was a it was awesome. Like I felt like it was like a party. It was like a That's... game, but a party at the same time. That's fun. So, you know, the reason that I did that that way, it's it's basically I, I wanted to see, so prior to the event, uh, I wanted to see what everyone's breaking point was. <laughs> uh, How can I psychologically break yeah, them? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of what it is. I mean, I've had I had at this point I'm familiar with a lot of with a lot of the players, but then I wasn't um so I had this list of ridiculous rules, and I was just going to see what I could, what I could push, and see how people responded. Um, right, because not have, only like were, were you moving to another table when you were done your current game, you could battle adjacent tables. Yep. So during like a shooting phase, you couldn't charge into the other table, but for like a hero like like a magic spell or a mm-hmm. shooting spell or something like that that could do range i could start shooting at, so, at like somebody next to me <laughs> that is so great yeah i love so, it and um, you would see then, people just like d- like visually getting pissed off <laughs> yeah and then the the other thing with that too like the, the reason why why i wanted to do that also was uh um you notice, like, you had a lot of guys really having fun with each other. Uh, it's hard to be a dick to someone that you had a good time with uh, prior to the tournament. So it makes, again, the the rules issues, it makes it a little bit better if, if, if it's someone that you already have had a good experience with. So that, that's, that's kind of how the first narrative started. And uh, yeah. yeah, like when you go into the five-game GT... <clears throat> And you've just been hanging with these guys, laughing and you know, yeah. busting your so. gut. <laughs> right? then... And you, yeah, you're on the same team together, and you're, you're, yeah, you're working together already. The ice is broken. Yeah, yeah. 
it's a great way to approach it. It really is. So there's also a couple other events on the Friday, right? Uh, there's things that are near and dear to my heart. One of them is uh, Arena Clash of Heroes. Oh. Yes. So so I'm, I'm excited to have that, too. Um, this is similar to, do you think, kind of like a draft for Magic? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to have something. This is also going to have kind of relaxed hobby, hobby, hobby um, requirements. Um, this is something that I wanted people to, who got excited about seeing the game, who could go and pick up a model from one of the vendor that, vendors there and just play. Oh, so uh, like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, if I show up on the day and I know that the arena battle is happening in a, like in a couple hours, I can like, I can go buy, uh, you know, Gotrick and put them together and it's okay that he's just gray plastic. Correct. Nice. Yeah, the, that's the, great. The the point that the, the the you know there's always a lot of people who are kind of watching games and the the intent is to let them get involved too. Oh yeah, it. it's like a demo kind of thing. Yep, it's not a set schedule. Basically, anytime that we have a table available for arena and we have a group of four to eight people that want to fire it off, um, it'll 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 go off. Um, and the prize for the Battle Arena is actually for the player who plays the most games of Battle Arena. Oh, okay. So it's just like, okay, I won one, I go play one, I lost one, I go play another one, I won one. It doesn't matter. Correct. Gotcha. Um, and, uh, you know, it's something to do, too, if if, if you are in a, in a situation where I find myself, um, I find my games typically last about 45 minutes. Uh, yeah, so... So, you know, if you find that you're in a game that ends early, it's a it's a another game that you could be playing between rounds. This is where I would want to bring Slambo. Yeah. The the <laughs> your your like ridiculous slaves to darkness hero with like well, how much is he? He's like 200 points. No, I said that, not that much. Not that many yeah. points, but he's the named character that everybody knows. So I, I bring Slambo and just watch Slambo get slammed over and over again. <laughs> no. Right. You can you can bring all of the ridiculous characters that that are not suitable for normal match play and uh, get them all all killed. Yeah, that'd be great. It. And there's restrictions though, right? It has to be a hero that doesn't have the monster keyword. Correct. Hmm. And then for the monster melee, it's a monster that doesn't have the hero keyword. Oh, that sounds. Good. Yeah, that sounds. It's, so it's going to be the same thing. Is it happening at the same time? So again, both of these events, there's going to be a table set up for them, um, and the whole weekend, the whole event, whenever whenever it's ready to fire off, it's ready to fire off. Awesome. Uh, you know, we'll probably have some sort of like a wait list on there if that's necessary for people who wanna who want to you know sign up for it so that they know. But um, it's not it's not um, it's not a scheduled event. So is it like just like so? Say I'm. I'm there with Nicholas and we are doing a hero battle and then Mark shows up and he's, you know, he's got a hero. Can he just like throw his hero in the arena and we just, the game just keeps going. You can, you can. So, so I've play tested this quite a bit. This was actually an event that we did at um, the store last year. Uh, and um, you can do that without it affecting too much. Uh, if you catch it kind of early in the game, Nice. So it's still uh, round one or two, someone could jump in. 
Yeah. That sounds great. I, I would love to see it just be a never ending game. Like someone walks, like a new person walks up and the fight just keeps going. Yeah, to see how long you can stay in there. Who are you? You're ugly. That sounds cool. That sounds like an interesting concept. (laughs) Do it. Yeah, just stay in there the longest. And and again, this is the perfect event for Gotrick, who Uh, can just stay in there forever. So I just just built my Gotrick. Yeah, so great. I can't wait to see it. It's awesome. I know. All right, so uh, I have a rules question because Marathi is one of my favorite characters. She has two forms. She. She, has a, she is a monster. She is a mon- The second form has the monster keyword, so she can't have the second. She couldn't play in the mon- in the hero arena battle. She could not. She could not. Mm. All right. She's a monster on a couple Cause, levels. Because there's she's a, a chance of her returning into her second form. Yeah. She's a yeah. monster with my heart. Yeah. <laughs> she is. <laughs> and she's a monster on the table. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> then the, there is the... Age of Sigmar Grand Tournament. <laughs> Battle cries, I hear. <laughs> how many of you? How many of these have you been a part of? Have Have I run? Yeah. Uh, all of them. Yeah, since uh, since Sigmar came out. Four, four, three or four. That's yeah. awesome. Four, that's, I believe. That's great. Uh. Yeah, so this this next one, uh, I saw. I don't have it in front of me, but the the tournament restrictions. You're not going to accept anyone with gray plastic. Am I right? Correct. That is correct. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's too much of an ask for uh, uh, getting three colors and something some sort of basing on your models. You're not asking a lot. It's like oh. someone needs to be getting their crap together now hmm. um I'm, i mean in a week really if you wanted to um uh I, I did this at the store quite a bit to see see what was what what you could do you know you can spray your models a color wash them um and then just get the metal throw 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 yeah. a sword you know throw throw a metal thing on there and then put some texture paint on the base um and that that is that's a battle ready army yeah yeah Uh, and it's amazing it's amazing how simple you know even just spraying washing and uh putting some sort of texture paint or sand on a base like that makes that's it looks so much better that makes a tremendous difference Yeah. yeah and there's so many armies i think of corn demons uh slanesh the anything yeah. Sylvaneth. Yeah. Man, I, I I don't think I want to play Sylvaneth, but I, I want the challenge. I want to put together a two thousand point Sylvaneth list list and just see how quickly I can do it. Night haunts the same way too. Because oh, yeah. they have all those technical yeah. paints you can just Yeah, do do you, do you, are you are you a, a, a mold line fanatic? Can you do do they all have to come off or do you do you uh I think it depends. I it am. depends on where the mold line I totally lands am. yeah there's totally. a lot that i that I, I get to the point where i'm already on my second layer and then i catch the mold line yeah. that just drives me crazy all yeah. my blood letters yeah i don't want to talk about it <laughs> yeah, how many blood all, letters do you have a lot <laughs> but all the mold lines 
and uh, yeah, all the green stuff going back at him in, no. and then going over and going, how the hell did I miss this? And I, I, I couldn't go any further. I just had to you know, go over I, it again. I feel so bad because we we divided up that starter box and I just had the all the, the Chaos Warriors here and I, on a whim, put them together and then handed them back to you that were yours. <laughs> and I know that I was not care I was not paying any attention to mold lines or gaps and then I handed them to you and you were sending me all these pictures of green stuff and <laughs> mold up, lines and <laughs> like I created so much extra work no, for you. Oh I, I I would have created it for myself. All right. That's, a, <laughs> yeah. that's just the way I am. <laughs> so I don't I don't I don't give I, a shit. <laughs> I you know like I will for a second. I'll paint it and I'll go like, what the fuck? And then I'll be like, once it's on the table and it's like out of, like it's that far away, I'd out of sight, out of mind. And then I'm good. They're so in the- that, it's that initial, I'm painting it when it's three inches away from mm-hmm. my face. Then I'll be like, uh, I'm over it. I'm good. And then I put it Let's on the table. On. I'm like, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Move on. Mm-hmm. I just want to play. Well, good for you. I just want to play. <laughs> just play, 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 play. Just play. like everything else in life. It's, uh, it's, it's, much more fun when you lower your standards. <laughs> yes, I love it. All right, like, like thank my, you, thank my you for that advice. When that's you're a poster awesome. and it's going on my wall. I'm that's hanging great. it up at work. Yeah. That's, that's, that needs to be a bumper sticker. <laughs> Life is so much more fun if you just lower, lower your, your standards. standards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cheers to that, fellas. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> You are listening to Warlando. If you're enjoying the show and you want to help support us, you can go over to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash Warlando dash two. If you want to support the show, please buy a t-shirt. Back to the AOS tournament. You are going to have a painting competition as part of that. How are you judging that? Um, so I, I, I came across kind of, kind of a way to, to get that done that I really, really liked. Um, last year. Um, essentially what I do is I grab five different people with different experiences, experience levels, and I have them go through and pick their favorite armies. Um, I make sure I have some people who are just kind of in it for the wow factor of looking at some cool models. Um, some people who are very technical savvy Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, some people (laughs) who are kind of in between, so it really is kind of a judge's choice uh, and it's subjective. And I just give them a very, very general instruction of pick what is the best armies. Uh, and then they ask me what I mean is like whatever the best is to you. Nice. I like that. It, it's such so, a hard thing to judge it, because there's so many is, factors. But when it comes down to it, um, the choices make sense. Like there wasn't anything weird. There wasn't anything. The armies that they chose, their top, each person's top three. I think I had them rate their favorite five. Uh, and then I took everyone's top three uh, for it for points. And I think it was pretty, pretty, pretty even across the board. They, they mostly chose the same armies. So, it works um and i think it gives it gives the guys who who are able to two brush blend uh a good chance at at getting the award but it also gives the guys who kind of know a little bit more about presentation and uh uh you know color choices um a good chance too i like that 
Good luck, fellas. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a really nice KO army. Yeah, yeah, but it's really best viewed at a distance. <laughs> <laughs> but it has that cool factor, that wow it factor. Really does. Kind yeah. of, yeah. And all the mods you're doing. Uh I, I the, the, your KO army got a got a few votes last year, I believe. Oh, see, wow. see, yeah, <laughs> all right, uh huh, yeah, that's okay. awesome. Well, thanks, John. That's all I needed. Yeah, all right. You better, so, you you motherfuckers better watch out. You're right. <laughs> so I will say that I took home my first ever Crucible award last year. I was awarded the best sportsman last year. My wife says. It's uh, I won Miss Congeniality. <laughs> that was the award that I took home. How do you how do you judge? So um, uh, I eavesdrop a lot. What I do is everyone rates their 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 games. They they give me their their favorite games. I think I asked for the favorite three games. And then myself and last year I had Andrew helping. Uh, we were eavesdropping and we were looking for people who were helping each other out. Like it's it's a it's a really cool thing when you were in a competitive environment to remind your opponent of um, a rule that they forgot or a model that they forgot to move. Yeah. The sportsmanship is kind of that, that miscongeniality, um, <laughs> but it's oftentimes it's, 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 it's a really important uh, award. It's, 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 it's kind of hard to it's a very subjective award yeah um i think it like throughout the day throughout both days last year that we it was a it was a conversation on every table where we played where it was you know we were we were conscious of sportsmanship scores and we were conscious of the fact that we were going to be that my opponent was going to have the opportunity to say something about my own sportsmanship you know that that everyone an incentive to put their best foot forward. Yeah, that's that's it. But there's there's a lot of people that kind of go above and beyond um, in making sure that their their opponents are having as good of a time as they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that all kind of comes out through you know conversations with people. Uh, I get people there. There's about half a dozen really vocal players. Um, that are really good at telling me whenever they see or experience something positive. Um, oh, okay. And and that happens that happens throughout the 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 event. Um, so there is there is uh, definitely you know at the moment with the size of Crucible, I'm sure it'll have to change as it gets bigger. But there's definitely um, an objective part, which is the game scoring. Yeah, um, and then I look at that, and I want to see what the scores are, and if someone, someone really, really, really scores, you know, a ton more points than someone else, there, uh, they'll get it. But if it's pretty close, I'll take the feedback and what I saw throughout the weekend, um, uh, and then then I'll talk to my helper too. Um, should probably give him a name. His name is Andrew. And we'll decide who who gets sportsmen based on that type of stuff. You just don't want to give that up. Me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was so happy to take uh, just to just to participate in the event and get that 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 was a nice it was a nice pat on the back to say thanks for being here. Yeah. You know, that's, 
That's good. I mean, that that means that your opponents rated you really high, and you got some compliments. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice, and I, I am very, very grateful and, and humbled by it. It was such a it, it was such a nice thing uh, to have happen, and I had a great time. Like all my everybody I played was awesome. I think uh, I think you you did a solid middle of the pack showing too, didn't you? Uh, I tied for eighth. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, felt good. Uh, I, I know of at least one person uh, who probably asked you for your list um, that started a, a KO army because of because of the experiences playing you. Oh, awesome! Like you pushed him. You pushed him from. That's kind of what I want to start to. I think that's what he asked for for either Father's Day or Christmas. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome! That's great. Somebody's Father's Day was made yeah. with the uh, man. There that's was a little a, note that's that was great. under the Father's Day tree that said, <laughs> "I won Adam's list." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I, you know, every one of the games was just so much fun. I had so much fun yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, it was a great time yeah. and great people and just the atmosphere at the whole event. I cannot wait. I can't believe we're just yeah. over two weeks away. I, I, I get these so, little like shakes, you know, when I'm well, like getting ready to go. I'm just like, <laughs> this, is it. I, 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 this is it. I get to go play and then we're going to just like play and then just keep playing. And then, like, when we're all <laughs> when, tired, we just play again. <laughs> when you're going to an event like that, are you going with the intention of winning? No. Oh, no. God, no. I want good games. Fun you know, games. I don't. I don't want to walk away from a game thinking, "Oh, that was a stupid thing I did." I want to. I want to. I want to be prepared for the games and and know how my army plays and be prepared for the games. But I'm not like win or lose. I know I'm going to have a good time. Well, I I want to win. Yes, like I'm a competitive person by nature, mm-hmm. so I I play to win. But just getting out there and playing is enough for me like yeah i'll feel fulfilled by being out there and playing and i hope i play good games i I don't want to be the one making all the mistakes Mm -hmm. i wish i forced my opponent to make some mistakes but if i come away from the game feeling like hey you know if i had just done that one thing that might have been a different that might have been a w you know yeah for that game and to me that's that's fun because i know that you know next time next time i play that a little better it's gonna be a W. Yeah. Cool. It's always a, a surprise to me when I win a game. <laughs> uh, you've been, I mean, you've been a part of this for a long. Are you gonna get a chance to play anything? So this this year I am. I'm gonna be taking. I'm gonna be taking an army with me. Nice. Um, uh, I think, depending on what, if if we have an odd showing, um, I'm gonna be playing in the. Uh, the the meeting engagements yeah um ba- awesome. basically uh andrew andrew and i um want to participate in something and uh, uh the friday events can be handled by one one referee so uh he's gonna do i think the narrative and i'm gonna do the uh meeting engagements that's great oh, sweet yeah that sounds fun. Yeah, so you get to partake. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to be opposite you on one okay. of those tables. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I want a chance, because I, I I've hung out with you, like I've seen you in all these different places and the stores and the games and everything, and I've like 
Like, I remember meeting you years and years ago, but we've never played. Yeah, you know, I don't... I keep intending to game more, but to be honest with you, um, I think I'm happiest when I'm hosting something. Uh, I get a lot more enjoyment out of uh, facilitating gaming and getting all those moving parts together than I am. I mean, I enjoy gaming, uh, but uh, uh, I rather put my efforts into putting on a good event or hosting a good tournament or something of that sort than um, getting good at the game. That's awesome. That, yeah, and that's needed. You know, we really need those people out there who who absolutely love that and and champion that cause. You know, and uh, I know I know all of us appreciate it. Oh and yeah, I know there's a lot of others that appreciate it too. So thank you that's very cool. much. Yeah. Plus, here's the other thing too. Uh, I'm a bad loser <laughs> <laughs> and a, a worse winner. A worse uh, winner. Yeah. So what's what's bad losing versus worse winning? So, so, so I, I think my, I've done both too. My my favorite thing uh, 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 is talking trash. Like, that's really what I really like to do during the game. And I have reminded some of the people who I've beaten about the times that I beat them so much. <laughs> that, that yeah. I I can I can type in. Uh, hey, you remember that time I beat Chris Cuevas at round two in the tournament in Jacksonville? <laughs> Three years I can, ago. Or I can do that and like five five button presses on my phone. Because <laughs> it's been done so often. Yeah. You know what's amazing right now is that Chris Cuevas has come up in conversation in like the past three episodes. Plus, <laughs> plus he was on the our battle report we did recently right. where he lost to Nicholas. He's a fucking rock star. He is. He, he is. He's, he's, he's definitely, you know, kind of one of those alpha gamers. He is, uh, uh, he's a, he's, he does a lot to keep people engaged in the hobby. Yeah, he really does. And he was apparently one of the founders of crucible. That's what we were he talking was. about last week. Amazing. Yeah, he, he was back, back when crucible was a war machine event. Um, him and Craig were, were the two guys that were primarily behind it. Nice. And, and Craig last week said that he when he beat uh, Chris, he cheated to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, didn't, he didn't know he was cheating, but he got a rule wrong, and they rolled off. And it turns out Chris was right, but Craig took home the win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so well, you were talking. What was the story of you beating so Chris So between you and I. Just, just uh, us. Yeah, no one just else. Just us. Yep. Um, I legitimately beat Chris uh, uh, in the second round at that tournament in Jacksonville. <laughs> but um, I had a lot of help from Chris. Really? Yeah. How so? There was, uh, there was a lot of, of of reminding me about his rules and my rules. Um, there, yeah. there was a lot of help. Uh, he was also playing at that time a terrible army, and I was playing a very strong Daughters of Cain list. Were you really? Uh, what year was, was this? What's that? What? When was this? This this was like two years ago. Okay. This was like right, this. This was immediately after the book released. That's awesome! Oh, wow. Um, so great. <laughs> and he was playing. What was he playing? Do you remember? He was playing Pestilence. Oh, okay. Mm. 
Pestilence is still like, you know, it's not like top tier maybe, but it's still really strong. But he just yes. he had subpar. Like So it was not it wasn't suboptimal. great. It was a lot of models that didn't do anything and he killed almost all of my important things. Um uh at that point I wasn't paying a whole bunch of attention and there was a lot of hey, if you move over here, you can get that objective. I was like, man, moving over here sounds like an awesome idea. I'm glad yeah. I thought of it. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, a great guy. We're going to have to have him on the show eventually. I well, think, I think oh, we do truly. I think Oh, yeah. There's yeah. Like, you well, know, let's reach out to him and figure out what, what he wants to talk about, and we'll do a show just about that. All right. You've got to get some... some esoteric World War II things or chicken wings or something like that if you ask him that. <laughs> World War II and chicken wings. Those are both great subjects. Yeah. That's probably like in the top 10 like Google searches every day. <laughs> uh, top 10? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, on his know. list. On his list. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure to tag him in this when we post <laughs> his, it. His we'll, we'll get his feedback. What yeah. like he's he's spanking is still number one though. Spanking's actually, yeah. the number one yeah. with riding crops. Yeah. The the hedonite riding crop spanking search. Yep. yep. That's <laughs> World War Two. I'm gonna spanking. I'm gonna put a challenge out there just right now. Like I, I'm gonna buy a T-shirt. And some dice. I'm gonna. I'm whoever comes up with the best custom hedonite spanking gotrick. That <laughs> that when I see that model, we're gonna any swag we have, we're gonna send to this person. We're gonna give them everything we ever get if they can come up with and create uh, uh, BDSM hedonites of Slanesh gotrick. What? Why does it have to be Slanesh? Well, yeah, it couldn't. It doesn't have to be Slanesh, but a BDSM Gotrick. Okay, because corn corn can get a little freaky. Corn does get a little yeah, freaky, but why really is corn at odds with Slanesh? And that never made sense to me. Why are those two always fighting each other? Because you know, blood for the blood corn, god. Corn's corn's a super serious dude that wants to lop off some heads, and Slanesh is always trying to touch a boob. <laughs> Yeah, like, hey, pay attention. <laughs> like, can you give me a minute? Yeah, you're gonna have them when I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> they they both get off in their own specific way, yeah. very specific just way, different and, ways. Yeah, and so I think they're just playing with each other. Yeah, I think so. They they're, they're really in love. It's just a big giant. It's, it's like game it's of like, foreplay. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. It's like it's like you know hitting the one you like when you were in uh, you know grade school. Yeah. Hitting the one you like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pick, pick it on that one person. It's, that, it's a secret thing. Yeah. Corn and Slanesh. Oh, totally. Like, if they, yeah. if they just it. shed the tension, yeah. there's going to be a lot yeah. of love. It's, it's going to be love. That's going to be the next uh, uh, chapter, I, I think, Games Workshop is going to be going into. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's in the when, and, and story of When Harry met Sally. <laughs> yeah. It reminds yeah. me of uh, uh, the Mel Brooks movie. Oh, God, my brain is defunct. I'm going to cut this whole part out until we come up with the name about <laughs> the one that's the African-American sheriff. Oh, yeah. Blazing Saddles. Blazing yeah, Blazing Saddles. Saddles. Yeah. Oh, it reminds me of Blazing Saddles. This is where I'm going to cut. <laughs> it reminds me of Blazing Saddles. Wow, that? you are sharp tonight. Adam. <laughs> I am. I'm on it. Uh, there's a scene at the end of that where they're the big Hollywood set where uh, yeah. all yeah. of the like evil... 
uh, cowboys are like rampaging through a Hollywood set and they, mm-hmm. and they trample through that one Hollywood <laughs> scene where it was all the guys dancing and they're obviously um, uh, somewhat effeminate guys and mm-hmm. they're dancing in their top hats. And at one point, uh, cowboys drags this guy behind uh, the scenes like he's going to beat him up. And when they come back around the corner, they're like holding hands and they're, oh. they're, they're, in, they're in tender <laughs> embrace. And uh, that, that's Slanesh right in corn it's right coming. there. It's yeah, coming. that's yeah. them, the two of them. Yeah. All right, I'm going to cut out this entire like three last three it, minutes. We're not going to make it. That's <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Special bonus material for your supporters. Yeah, for the supporters. <laughs> yeah, for, for our thank very you. many yeah. supporters. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to take a second and just thank the supporters out there. All those supporters. <laughs> the All of our supporters right now are getting free t-shirts all of our current supporters are getting free dice all yeah. of our current supporters are getting a lot of free swag from us and that's gonna be some hot shit like it this, is this dice and there's more coming out dice looks good and dice are freaking awesome we're making some really neat stuff yeah that hasn't seen much of the light of the day yet but it's coming oh, yeah there's some neat stuff that we want to give to the people of the gamers of central florida and anybody else that's interested one thing i did notice there are two people in France and like five people in Australia that have downloaded this show. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. Like consistently or just once? At least once. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. So those two people in France and those five people in Australia reach out to us. I want to know who you are and why the fuck are you listening to this? <laughs> I have, I have, G'day, mate. Put another shrimp on the baby. That's it. They wanted to hear Nicholas impersonate <laughs> yeah. them. Delete. <laughs> delete. Unsubscribe. <laughs> block. So, okay, John, back to Crucible. Okay. Anything else you want? Do you want what do you want to say to people before they get there? What do you want people to be prepared for to come to Crucible to be involved in Age of Sigmar? So I've always wanted to have a position of some power so that I can be bribed and corrupted. <laughs> um, awesome. I, I just spit I, out my beer. <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> I like milk. I, I don't like money. Money feels dirty and it's not creative, but I like mm-hmm. meatball sandwiches and Ooh. Hershey bars right. uh, and cherry wheat. Cherry um, wheat? Cherry wheat beers? Yes. Oh. Sam Adams. Uh, uh, that's a great way. That's a great way for you to win whatever award you want or get as many command points as you want. <laughs> uh, well, I'm a big right. fan of but, some uh, Sammy's uh, too. You know, maybe get set up with the right game against the right person. Sure. All right. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Um, Excellent. But, but, no, I mean, in, in all seriousness, um, you know, Crucible Crucible is something that I want want it to have its kind of distinct feel. Um, um, I, I, I want, I, I don't want it to just become another Nova or, you know, another, another ITC event. Although this year it is an ITC event. It is. It is. That's yep. awesome. You, you will get ITC points for it. Congratulations, um, man. That man. is a big deal. Yeah. Um, but but I want it to keep its 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 feel its feel, you know, I definitely want um, our less less competitive minded people to be able to have as much fun as the guys that you know, the Wills and the Chris's and the Dugs that wanna 
that want to beat everybody. They want to just beat face and get their points. Yeah. And if you're if you're a sportsman or a painter, they don't care. They're they're here to beat face and get some points. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want people to know that um, just spray your damn models one color, wash them, and put 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 a uh, put some sort of basing on there and stop griping. I've gotten a lot of comments about um, people people wanting to play without doing that. Really? They, I mean, because they just want to bring the, the latest filth? Is that why? Uh, that, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that are in the hobby for different reasons. Not everyone really wants to, to get their stuff painted. Yeah, they just want to come out and play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want? I mean, I, I think that's fair to just expect a little preparation because the hobby's more than just the game. Well, I mean, we have some people who 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 have been talking to me and prepping their army since the last Crucible. Yeah. Right? So, you know, you don't have to put in hundreds or thousands of hours to have an army that um, will present well. Um, but it definitely sucks if you put that much time in and, you you know, you, you're playing against the field of gray with guys that are missing arms. Yeah. Yeah. Just like empty bases. It's like the yeah. feet like the feet are glued on there. Yeah, and they might as well be playing with checkers. Yeah. You know, just pogs. Not like pogs. <laughs> you just, just watch like, out. I got a fucking slammer that will knock <laughs> you <laughs> back to Canada. I got like yeah, I've just got I'm gonna put some pennies out on the table and I'm gonna tell you all their demonets. And are, that's good enough. Are you Canadian? I am Canadian. It doesn't always show in my voice. When I tell you I'm sorry, that's when you know I'm Canadian. Uh, that's <laughs> are are you are you legit Canadian? I'm or, legit. Or, or did you, did you come to the country like at a really young age? Well, I was 13, so it's fairly okay. young, but still like at my formative years. Most of the accents gone. I've got mostly a Florida accent. You whatever probably that means. Jacked off at least a couple times in Canada. Before you came down here, right? I don't. I don't want to tell you. I was like, I was not allowed in certain places when I was twelve. That's why he had to leave Canada. Actually, <laughs> yeah, they're like, He's it's like, uh, it's so bad. My family moved me. It's yeah. not like they shipped me. And they're like, we have to go too. Yeah, you're like in a gas station. Look at the magazines. You're like, Dad, what the hell? <laughs> we need to go to the U.S. Their magazines are better. I don't know. And cheaper. The Canadian price was always like two dollars more. Yeah, what? exactly. The, the upgrade, up like a like a Playboy in Canada, is like twenty bucks. Yeah, right. I don't know what the actual cost is. I don't know. Let's 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 talk about Crucible again. I right. just tried to offend somebody. <laughs> not Somehow, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, we're looking for that offensive. We're looking for offensive points. Can we get a? Was... Can we get an award that's the opposite of best sportsman? <laughs> right. <laughs> Dirtiest podcast. It's been on in the last week. That's that? sweet. Now, now I'm going to boast. This, this is an international event. We have, we have Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. International. <laughs> so we yeah, provide, but I see provide an event that even Canadians can. Okay, even Canadians, <laughs> you're, I, I'm welcome. Even, even the lowly Canadian can yeah. participate. You are listening to Warlando. We have an account over at Ko-Fi. Ko-Fi is a place where you can support independent artists in what they create. Ko-Fi, the idea is to, if you would spend money to buy someone a coffee, you can go over to Ko-Fi and spend the same amount of money to help support our show. 
We're not as much coffee drinkers as we are beer drinkers, so let us know your favorite beer, send some money our way, and we will drink it on the show. Just search for Warlando over on ko-fi.com. Now back to the show. ITC, what does ITC stand for? Uh, yes, it's letters. It is letters. <laughs> I don't know what it stands for. Uh, I'll cut this in. International tournament. Something. Champion. Tur- yeah. Championship qual- qualifier. Conference. No, that's a Q. That's a Q. <laughs> that, now you're getting into unnecessary <laughs> letters. How did you get the ITC acceptance? So, you know, I avoided doing ITC stuff because I thought that it was a very strict set of rules and uh, I thought it was a process to do. It really isn't. I mean, basically, they have a packet that gives you some guidelines, but as long as you're running any event and there's some standards for like judging the event and 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 refereeing it, um, basically, you just get in touch with them and they give you different types, different, I guess, different types based on like the, the, the attendance of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Crucible is a major event. Nice. Um. It's pretty cool. I mean, going forth, I can't see any reason why 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 not to do ITC stuff. Um, and I'm hoping to get involved with running some local events that will probably be ITC as well. That's awesome. Excellent. I'm so glad to hear that. And if there's anything we can do to help promote your events in the future, that's the main reason that we started doing this is because we, we want to see a unity in central florida we want to we want we want everybody to know everybody like cheers everybody knows your name we we're welcoming and we like one big community one big community i i can't play with you right now let me give you 10 names of people that can play with you tomorrow you know what i mean like like everybody can find a game and find someone to play with and find their type of game and, and especially in this area where we have so many transplants and people coming down yeah. continuously and, and leaving where they were and being an established gaming group or what mm-hmm. have you and just trying to find something out there. Yeah, we have such a service community here in Orlando. We have people coming from all over and that that's that's I think the what we want to build. And to hear you saying that you you have more of these kind of events coming and that's cool and exciting. Yes, yes. it's really exciting. Yeah. We, yeah. Want, we want you to know, do what we can. We're we're fortunate in Orlando to have um, several several venues that host events, um, and we have we actually have a really 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 big uh, gaming community here. We do, um, but it seems like it's it's so spread out because Orlando is one of these towns that is just an urban sprawl. It, it is. Um, there's also, there's also a lot of, um, there's a lot of less competitive gamers that are intimidated, um, to get into the gaming scene and, and I kind of want to try to figure out a way to get some of them more involved. I think that, I think just, just conversation, I I think that like, because like you were saying that crucible is, is the number one thing about crucible is not being competitive it's part of it playing the game is part of the game is like playing to win but part of it is about just enjoying yourself you know i I, i'm when it comes down to it 
I've got toys and you've got toys and we're going to we're going to play with our toys together, you know? That's that's it. That's what it's all about. Yeah. We're just it's like we're back in the sandbox when we're little kids. Yeah. This is like finding that same joy again. You know, and let's get together and play games. Let's let's share that joy with each other. Well, and it's like taking chess, you know, watching Watching, you know, like my parents always had this really nice chess set that was, you know, like in the room that you didn't play in because it was like the fancy room. And it was like, that's where the nice furniture was. You didn't play with toys in there, but there were, but then the adults would always go in there and play chess. But that's a toy. You know, chess is. is a toy. It is. But these are a lot cooler. Yes, it is way cooler. <laughs> and you paint it yourself. It's something yeah. you, you made, you created, and you're sharing with someone else. And it creates this reality that's a shared reality, which is Warhammer. Yeah. Uh, also, with chess being so so well-balanced, yes. uh, you only lose on skill. That's true. That's true. And I, I think having that, the dice, the dice being a factor that luck factor and that chance factor is it makes the game different you know you can play for that and you and you can play around that where you, where if you're a good enough player the dice don't really matter but still the dice can still a couple yes. of my rolls Six, sixes and ones can ruin any plan yeah. yes for sure and so you hear about these you know you know the 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 or uh, the the chess champion of the world playing against the the robot right that's yeah. like always learning and always learning and you're right it's a game that you lose based on skill because it's calculated there's always some sort of mathematical equation that's going to prove you right or wrong and mm-hmm. your moves and whatever it is but in this it's like i'd love to see that robot play some warhammer yeah <laughs> i have a hatred for robots i don't i don't trust them uh yeah, because eventually they're going to eliminate us and take over. Ro- robots and and primates besides humans that that walk upright are not acceptable. And what if they <laughs> team up? Yeah, that that would be terrible. That's I want to play done. against that army, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the cyborg robot army. Mm. That's what we need. That's that should be the next release from GW in Age of Sigmar. Yeah, steampunk gorillas. I've got well, I've I've got that Reaper model. Where he's like, oh, he's yeah. got some like mechanical arm, or he's got like a Gatlin gun mm-hmm. on it, or something. John, do you have any like uh, model companies that you favor that aren't GW? Uh, are you a GW so I, diehard? I, I kind of am, um, but I really, really, really have an appreciation for old models. Yeah, um, I I like to see the hand sculpted stuff. Um, I like seeing like kind of the tool marks in a model. Yeah, Um, that's cool. uh, uh, I, I I just kind of have a connection with those, those models more. And I, I, that's really what I collect. Um, aside from GW models, uh, I really like some of kingdom death stuff. I've heard great things. And though they have a board game, like people are going nuts about this game. Yeah, it's it's a weird game. It's it's uh, it, it kind of simulates a video game RPG. Yeah, uh, but it's one of those games where like you don't really win. You kind of mitigate how much you lose. 
(laughs) That's life, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Do you like Uh, any of the old stuff? I'm I'm a big fan of Ral Partha and Grenadier. Like that's that's what I started with. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, as soon as I started really getting into miniature gaming, um, the GW and the Citadel stuff really, really stood out to me. Did you ever play any of the role-playing games? The where role-playing games, role-playing games in general. Role-playing games in general. Yeah, that, that's 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 uh, uh, my my two top things are um, war games and uh, RPGs. Are you actively uh, an RPG player? Awesome. Am I actively playing? I'm on a break. Um, I'm getting ready to to think about running a couple of games. Oh, awesome! Uh, uh, what ended up happening is I have a group that I was gaming with. Uh, a group of friends that I've been gaming with for uh, a lot of years, um, and uh, just kind of, kind of, just like hanging out with them more now than than anything else. Yeah, it's um, just RPGs in general. Keeping a keeping a group together and just keeping the momentum of a game. There's there's an organic flow to it that's both in the game and outside of the game. That there's just like. It's just a it's just a thing, you know. It, it's yeah. Uh, it's uh, needs to be there, and it's what I'm really interested in right now is kind of gaming with with strangers. Oh, okay. Do you play like a D and D Adventures League? Uh, I intend to. Uh, what ends up happening is I think that usually happens on Wednesdays. Yeah, um, and usually and like early in the day. When I get home. Uh, I have a big comfy chair and a cute dog <laughs> that's competing with me to yeah, to, to leave the house. To... Yeah, it, it draws and sucks you in. I know. Yeah, yeah. I like playing over uh over Skype and like playing from home. You know, where I can just say, "Keep playing. I'll be right back." While I take the dog out, you know, where I go to the yeah. bathroom, like and, and being able to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can you can be actively part of your life and actively playing a game. We have such a such just lucky to be alive now, where we have that kind of technology, like us right now. Yeah, you know, you're sitting in your house. We're over here at my place, and we're like we're recording. And what a great opportunity to have this like ability to have this kind of conversation. Yeah. Definitely, it's it's a great time to be a gamer. Um, yes. Yeah, agreed. The the qual the quality of things that are being produced is is phenomenal. Yeah. The quantity of things that are being produced. I mean, um, <laughs> not too fun. long ago there was a lot of stuff being produced and most of it was garbage. Yeah. Uh, now there's a lot of really good stuff competing for your time and money. Yeah, and, and the 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 bar keeps getting raised. Yep. Like you're seeing this. Uh, there. Yeah, people just keep expecting better and better product both in on the miniatures and in the the rules and the story yeah you know the character development yeah yeah people won't consume garbage anymore people people expect a certain standard do it no No. (laughs) i mean it's also feasible for companies to kind of produce products that that in the past would have had too small of an audience as well i mean like uh I'm a huge fan of um, the New World of Darkness. Oh yes! Oh, I just watched that documentary about uh, 
White Wolf Games. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that documentary? I, I did. I did. Yeah, it was so good. I didn't even know about the World of Darkness. I knew about... It's incredible. I knew about Vampire, the yeah. Masquerade, and mm-hmm. the Werewolf. Werewolf. One. Yeah, just Werewolf. Uh, are you familiar with the, any of these, Nicholas? Have you heard of any of these before? Yeah, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. I, I have not. I mean, I've heard of a werewolf. Yeah, I have all the first edition no, but that's stuff. Different. And that's different. I, th- I think they're in the what fifth edition now. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. So, so it's a weird game. It's it's bounced back and forth, and like mm-hmm. there's there's so the version that I like is a new world of darkness, which is the one that everyone in that documentary that didn't like. <laughs> no. Well, uh, John, will you for for newcomers, will you explain what the world of darkness is? So, World of Darkness is is a role playing game system that White Wolf uh, published. Um, essentially, um, what you are doing is you're taking the role of different monsters depending on the game that you're playing. So, you were either taking the role of a vampire or a werewolf or a wraith or a fairy or a mage. Um, the first couple of editions were tied together by this really really crazy story that essentially the end of the world was coming and all of these different factions played a role in, in it. Yeah. Um, so cool. It's, it's pretty slick storytelling system. It really is. Yeah. I like and like it a lot. And there's, I have never played it and I know there is, uh, that you, you, you do play with dice and there is, mm-hmm. there, there are statistics, but it's so much more about the story and the relationship between the different characters. Yeah. It's a narrative system. Um, uh, and it's a dice pull system and it really, it really is pretty elegant for, for like all versions of it have been pretty good at doing what, what, what it needs to do. The characters really feel like they should. And there's enough of those gamey elements in there to, to make it feel like a game and not just, just a story being told. Like interview with a vampire, uh, the true blood series. Yeah. Uh, these are, um, twilight in its own way these are all like stories that share influence with the world of darkness yeah. rpg well, absolutely it, it definitely has that horror element to it and so, yeah and and basically that uh trying to keep your humanity i mean you're playing this beast you know this this, yeah. this monster and you're trying to keep that that's a big part of it as well the cool thing too is it's also a modern system that's set in in a dark version of the real world the so. real world mm-hmm so it's re- it's really it's really you know when we were younger and we were playing it really was easy to incorporate that creepy house in the neighborhood. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. Maybe those weren't meth heads in there. Maybe it was ghouls. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Great way to look at it. Uh, is there anybody uh, locally in Orlando that, that is that uh, an active system that you know of? Um, sort of. So so. Uh, it's a it's a really popular system, and the fifth edition that just came out now, recently, yeah, um, that is a iteration of the original one. Uh, essentially, the new world of darkness had a very different focus. It did, it didn't have the big overarching story. Yeah, um, and it was human centric, uh, which is actually why I preferred it. Hmm. Um, hmm. Um, uh, I don't hmm. think it's something that you find in too many stores, but I, I would not be surprised to find out that there's several troops still playing in in the Orlando area. 
Yeah. yeah. Actually, I noticed a lone edition, a lone fifth edition vampire, uh, the Masquerade one at uh, one of our local uh, shops. Which one? So the one in Altamont. Oh, the, yeah. The collective. The yeah, collective. They had that on the shelf. I passed by. So, it does uh, not surprise me that yeah. they they tend to stock a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, that was really cool, I, and it got me thinking about it again and how much I really enjoyed that game system. And I remember they actually uh, there was a group that used to do a live action version of Vampire downtown. Yeah, uh, so, so and cool. I, and I've played a couple uh, live action games as well. I think we played one in Dragon Con that was based on the uh, World of Darkness too. John, have you ever been to? Uh... Spooky Empire, if you're familiar with that con, there's no gaming there. I haven't. Um, I'm not a great nerd. Uh, <laughs> I think you're doing fine. <laughs> uh, I, I like miniatures and role-playing games. Yeah. Conan and G.I. Joe. Um, and that's about it. The rest of the stuff is like... That's cool. <laughs> like uh, uh, police procedural things and, and law and orders and... Uh, uh, I like a lot of crime stuff. There's there's so much overlap nice. in all these different fandoms. There's always a little bit of overlap. And I'm surprised uh, Spooky Empire is a horror con and also a, a, like a music con where they have a lot of like the, like the Ramones have been there and they've had Alice Cooper a bunch of times. So like the darker musician genres. That's what Spooky Empire has been. And they usually do twice a year. I'm really surprised that I haven't run into any gaming at Spooky and I feel like Vampire the Masquerade and that whole dark universe. That'd be amazing. Yeah, it feels like it would <laughs> fit right in. Oh, yeah. John, are you barking at us? He's turning yep. He's turning into his werewolf form right now. <laughs> down, yeah. John. Down. <laughs> Is that your dog? Is it time to get your dog that, out? Uh, he's, he's hollering at something. He's a... Uh, <laughs> It's what it's they about, do. It's about possum time. Oh yeah. House, so I'm sure it's possum time at other people's house. So let's let's bring it back to. I, I would love to see some gaming show up at Spooky, and I feel like the Dark Universe, the Vampire, the Masquerade. It, it has a there. There's a there's a so, there's an audience that wants it there. So so like here's here's as someone who 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 has run events at conventions and events for stores. For things like that, if you really want to see it, you got to do it. Yeah. yeah. You got to be the one to do it. I'm tempted. I'm tempted to just like, just check out a room at like a ballroom or maybe at a hotel room. Yeah. And just see who just Warhammer, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Yeah. And uh, this werewolf RPG. Yeah. About. <laughs> <laughs> I would just be curious to just to see who wants to show up and talk about it and see if we can get it. I've never played it. But I think I would have. I, I think it would be oh, one yeah, of those things like. Time. But twice a year to just show up and play it, and uh, at Spooky is the kind of place where everybody cosplays. To have everybody cosplay as a They're werewolf already dressed or a for vampire, it. everybody's already wearing the <laughs> costume. Let's do some role playing while we're there. You are listening to Orlando. Crucible Eight is coming up October 11th through the 13th, 2019 going to be at the Park Inn in Orlando, Florida. That's just off 192 in Kissimmee. Please, if you're in the Orlando area and you want to come check it out, it's a great time. And if you see us, me, Adam, uh, Mark, or Nicholas, come over and say hi. And let's have a beer. Let's get back to Crucible. This is There's last... role-playing at Crucible. There is role-playing at Crucible. There's a lot of D&D happening. I'm so I, excited! I... 
Are you going to play any RPGs like after hours? I think I think um yeah, I think I think one of one of my gaming buddies has uh uh convinced me to play some first edition Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah. Yeah, that sounds really cool to dive into some first edition wow. and just like see the evolution, mm-hmm. you know? So there's yeah, it doesn't matter to me. I don't learn rules. I just just what do I roll? Yeah. Hey. Did it did I hit <laughs> it? No? It. Okay. Let's right. try it again. <laughs> yep. Uh the epic event. I've heard that the epic event uh Saturday night. I've heard it starts at eight, but I on the website it starts at six thirty. Do you know? The epic event. The D D epic event, which is supposed to be Oh, uh, I don't know. It's supposed to be an event that everybody is participating in simultaneously where every table is going to have its own dm but what happens on each table affects the other tables oh that sounds awesome yeah it sounds amazing and i'm worried that our age of sigmar event is going to overlap the epic event because the epic event is supposed to be a nighttime event uh but i don't know when it starts because i think what time are we going to be done saturday 7 p.m so i believe it's scheduled to 6 30 okay um people usually finish between six and eight yeah you gotta go you just forfeit depending depending on on how long the games go and how 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 well wrangled i can keep everyone on schedule (laughs) (laughs) and that's when people are getting pretty punchy too after going at it for you know yeah eight or nine hours you don't tell me what to do, John. <laughs> <laughs> who, who the hell do you think you are? If you can get free, everything I hear about it, I'm we're we're trying to get Thomas on, and he's the D and D coordinator. You know Thomas Valley. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's he's a friend of Craig's, and he's a D and D guy who's like apparently he like grew up with Gary Gygax, which is like a really totally amazing thing. We're trying to get him on the show too to talk about the all the D stuff and rpg stuff that's happening at crucible as well but if if you get a chance to play any games uh he's it sounds like there's some really amazing rpg stuff that's happening too and i think after hours i think i'm all day I, i'm aos all day and i'm D all night <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun oh yeah aos <laughs> in the streets D and D in the sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Let's uh, never talk about that again. Yeah, so, <laughs> John, if you have any else you want to say to anybody coming to Crucible, what is last last words? Uh, sign up. Be prepared to have a good time. Uh, once you come to one of them, you're gonna be coming back to all of them. Love it. Hell yeah, man. So true. <laughs> That's great. I, and I would agree with that, John. I mean, ever since we've been coming, you know, Adam and I uh, to this event, it's it's been fun. And I've been looking forward to it every year. I can't wait to come back. Cannot wait. I'm so excited. Hey, you, you guys taught me a new card game last year. Yes, uh, the, the game. game. And I like the game is an uh, organic entity that... I've taught people and I've seen them teach other people and then I've played with these other people and the game is different. It, it, okay. it, it's a living thing that it's like the telephone game 
where yeah. you I, I whisper in your ear, you whisper in someone else's ear, and it, it like mutates as it travels from person to person. It's this, it, it's a living thing. And so I can't wait to play more of the game there. And if anybody, if anybody wants to know what the game is, just find us. And after hours at Crucible, we will be playing the game. And it's a blast. So, that's something else to kind of point out. Um, when you go, it, it's it's a good idea to make sure you get a room because uh, a lot of a lot of the fun is kind of that after hour stuff that. You don't really get to participate in if you're local and you're commuting back and forth. Yeah. Plus, we're going to be drinking. Yep. Another reason to get a room there where you can just crash and not have to worry about driving. You want to get a room? Yeah. Why don't we get a room together? Get a room. (laughs) You bring your paddles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Our paddles and our riding crops and our we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play corn and slanesh after hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe, maybe 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 bring in a green screen and uh oh yeah we'll play some That's vampire werewolf yeah sure the game corn slanesh aos in the streets dnd in the sheets yeah. that's that's crucible weekend <laughs> john have you had a chance to listen to our show at all before i have um uh a lot of the guys that you've had on your show yeah guys that i'd like to give a lot of shit to <laughs> yes awesome <laughs> do you have that. anything you want to say to them you can say it right now uh uh i'm not good being put on the spot mm. um, take your time but, I but can they've, cut they've, it out. They've, they've, they've they've definitely heard from me they've heard uh, from you uh, uh yeah i mean i think i've already mentioned how many times chris has lost to you <laughs> they lost one time do you in the hear that report. chris do you hear that? To Nicholas, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you and you mentioned a time he lost to you, and then Craig Russell was on last week, and he mentioned a time that Chris oh, lost God. to him. Yeah. So uh, it might be time to but, hear Chris's side of the story. It's a lot about well, lose, losing. Losers can yeah, say whatever right. they want. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, uh, and then do you, are you in that Space Force chat group? I am. Yes. So am. Generally, anytime something non-gaming related is put in there, that's that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the van that's out front of Mini Duel's new location? Oh. No. What what is the van? It is apparently their neighbor makes marital aids. Okay. Uh, oh. I think it's called Crowbones. <laughs> okay. Is it, it's a, it's a dick van. You might have to bleep me out. That's is it? No, no. We're not okay. we're not editing anything. It's and it's no. yeah fucking say whatever you fucking feel like saying uh it it is i'm gonna post some pictures you need to post some pictures that's a, of this that's is it a, a windowless to to van if they have a dick van next to them yeah. they the guy next door to them makes like vibrators that if you picture you know those you know those like s-shaped or u-shaped little things you yeah. use to like get the knots in your back it's like yeah. you hold in your hands to like get yeah. that knot out of your Something back like that yeah Picture one of those, but it's got a giant pink vibrator on the end. Are they are they like a pull start? I don't know. Like, they're a pull like, start. <laughs> pull start gonna... vibrator. This is this is why we have fifteen hundred people moving into Central Florida. <laughs> this must be. I mean, theme parks and dick vans. Theme parks and dick vans. What what more do you need in life? This is. I'm showing a picture of the guys. What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it says. 
Crow Bonez, orgasm power for women. And it's got this flower with like a twisted bone sticking out of it. And a girl dressed as a caveman, orgasm power for women. And they're like marketing to people coming out of mini duels or something? Or what <laughs> I think the... they just happen to have their office next oh, to mini duels. It's, okay. it's a windowless fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they, wow. they were, I was talking to the guys yesterday that they, they don't know how this guy can drive on the road having this like cave woman holding a, like a giant twisted bone that's got a big pink two-prong vibrator yeah. on oh. the end of it. Adam, you know, some people just don't give a fuck. Nope. <laughs> this is apparently <laughs> no one of those given. <laughs> But no, wait. Was no no fucks given. Well, but yeah, plenty of fucks given. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think generally the people who are offended by that are not customers. True. That makes <laughs> yeah, sense. No, exactly. Yeah. But it looks like the van it's on is like one of those like Meals on Wheels kind of like assisted living vans. It's like one of those old uh, Artie Gringle, uh, <laughs> Tropic Traveler uh, yeah. vans. You it's know, like ice cream truck. It's like yeah, in the neighborhood. Sell some dildos. I'm gonna have to go check out this dick go van. tour the country. <laughs> go. You need to see this dick go van. Go see the Grand Canyon. John's like, I'm out, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see the dick yep. van. Anyway, uh, <laughs> from Canada. From Canada. So. You don't. He just lost up. two more of those Australians. Oh, oh that's, damn that's it. it! We're down to three <laughs> Australians. I'm back. I, I feel like we might have got more French people. I won't use my Australian accent again. I swear. Please <laughs> get in touch with us and just uh, let us know how badly, how much you hate us. <laughs> this is this is going on way too long. All, All right. right, so you don't have anything, any more shit talking for Space Force. It's kind of a natural thing. Losers lose. <laughs> what yeah. they're supposed to do. Yeah, losers lose. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not really their fault uh, that when... <laughs> do what you do. When they encounter a superior force that they lose. They're just, it's not their fault. They're just losers. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> just you, a natural order of things. It is. Yeah. John, you, it's been amazing having you on. Thank really. you so yeah, much. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was it, fun. It's so excited about... Crucible! <laughs> Cannot wait I'm for it. First of all, I'm ready to cancel the whole thing and go take a look at some dick vans. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see that on the website. You know, sorry, Crucible has been canceled because of because of giant back scratcher <laughs> vibrator crow bones, whatever that means. I don't crow know. Bones. Maybe we can have them as a sponsor. John, we are gonna do the sign off. Do you know what the sign off is? I don't know what the sign off is. Does that happen in the last few minutes of the show that I never listened to? You never oh. listened to the last few minutes of the show? Mm-mm. Oh, that's good to know because we always give our like plugs at the end. Not butt yeah. plugs or vibrators. We talk about like t-shirts we're selling and other ways okay. to get a hold of us. We'll we'll put that in the beginning. What we end every episode with is the orc battle cry. Battle cry. What what, what do they say when they go to war at Crucible? Well, I believe orcs are proper gentlemen, so they say, "Hey, chap, uh, <laughs> would you like a nice war?" Yeah. <laughs> would you like a good smashing? <laughs> Cheerio. Well, the orcs say when they're ready to go to Crucible. Oh, I timed that wrong. (laughs) AOS in the streets, D and D in the sheets.